Blog Talk Radio. Hi, this is Russ Terry, founder and CEO of Life Coach Radio Network. Today's sponsor is Audible.com, a leading provider of spoken audio entertainment and information. Listen to audiobooks whenever and wherever you want. Get a free audiobook when you sign up for a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash Coach Radio. That's audibletrial.com slash Life Coach Radio. And now, here's today's show. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the show on making LinkedIn work for you with my special guest and LinkedIn expert, Laurie Beth Pearson. I'm Sharissa Sebastian, a career success coach for women, speaker, Huffington Post writer, and co owner of Stop smile, breathe, women's retreats. I'm a certified career success coach for women, like I mentioned, and I hold my certification through the International Coaching Federation. My passion is helping women break free from being stuck, overwhelmed, and stressed, mainly in their professional lives and in the area of life balance, to live a life of passion, purpose, joy, and fulfillment. You can find out more information about me and what I do on my website at sharissasebastian.com. So let's get into today's discussion, sponsored by Audible.com. Are you ready to learn some of the secrets to truly getting the most out of your LinkedIn account to land your next job or maybe start your career? You may be in a position where you're wondering how to use it for your business. If this is you, then this show is exactly for where you are right now. My special guest, Laurie Beth Pearson, is going to share with us the 11 savvy advanced techniques to ensure your success of LinkedIn, and so much more. Laurie Beth, welcome. Hi, thank you for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. I'm so excited that you're here. Would you like to take a few moments to introduce yourself to our listeners? I sure would. Um, I'm Well, like you said, I'm Laurie Beth Pearson. I'm a LinkedIn trainer. Um, I speak LinkedIn. <laughs> Um, I also coach. I coach businesses and people. I have online courses. I provide LinkedIn profile makeovers for people. I make checklists. Anything that you can think of LinkedIn, I help with um, you know, people and businesses, and then I go and speak about it also. So anything LinkedIn, that's me. Fantastic. Well, I know there are a lot of listeners out there that could use help in that area. So before we jump right in, I'd also like to invite any of our listeners who are listening to us right now to call in with any comments or questions. The number to dial is 646-716-9397. That number one more time is 646-716-9397, and we would love to hear from you. So I'm going to jump right into asking you a few questions, if that's okay, Laurie Beth. I would love it. Bring it on. (laughs) Okay, so the first thing I'm a bit curious about is what drives your passion for helping people with LinkedIn? Because I can even feel your energy over the phone, and I can tell that this is something that you love to do. So I'm just curious, what is that driving force behind your passion? I love to hear when people have that aha moment that they finally figure it out and it's working. And they call me and say, oh, my God, I made my first sale. You know, I, I've been on LinkedIn for, you know, three, five years, and I've never done anything. But, 
you know, I, I just I love hearing that when they can look at their profile and they're so proud of it because it speaks who they are. And it just makes me have more passion because I'm able to help so many people when, I mean, it's a big, huge world out there. 440 million people are on LinkedIn. There's somebody for everybody. And I just I love to show them how to do it, where to go, and how to be successful. It's fun. Oh, I love that. And one of the things that just stood out to me from what you just said is having people look at their profile and just having the profile be such a good representation of who they are. And that's such a key point. I mean, you don't, we don't always think about it in terms of, uh, you know, the way it kind of represents us in all areas, but that is just such a big part of this. Like you have to really resonate with your LinkedIn profile for people to feel confident about you, even just by viewing the profile to get a better idea of who you are as a person. Oh, exactly. You have to tell people who you are, what you do, and how you help them. What value do you bring to them? And when your profile speaks that, people are going to pick up the phone call, pick up the phone and call you. Right, absolutely. So, can you share your journey to becoming a LinkedIn expert with us, and then what sets you apart in this area? Oh, that's, a good, that's a good question. Um, I started actually with my brother, who made me watch a LinkedIn online course with this gentleman. And it was like watching paint dry on the wall. It took me weeks to watch it. And it, 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 only because he was so good looking did I watch it. It's so sad, but so true. And I, I learned so much. And I said, you know, okay. We had a, we had a network marketing course or uh, business. We also had um, – we were radio show hosts at the time here in San Diego and – um, I was also looking for a property manager in Minnesota, in Michigan for one of our family. It was a family business that we were running uh, in real estate, and I needed a property manager. So I went on there, and I found a property manager within an hour. And I'm like, oh, my God, what else can I do with this? And so then I started listening to anyone and everyone that was teaching LinkedIn, and I said, I'm going to learn from everybody. And then my brother and I, we created our own little checklist for all of our people. And I wasn't charging anybody for what I was doing in my groups and in my downline. And one of my friends said one day, hey, Lori Beth, you need to get paid for what you're doing. And so began the title, a LinkedIn Trainer. They used to call me LinkedIn Supergirl because anytime anybody wanted to know anything, <laughs> They called me, and I would just give away the information. Oh, yeah, I'll just do this, this, and this. And I was spending hours doing this with people. And so now I get paid to be a LinkedIn trainer. How great is that, <laughs> to be able to turn something that you love into a profession and something that you continue to you know, enjoy doing. And I also love that you shared with us, and thank you for you know, sharing your story. I love that it came out of a place of a need that you had, and you were able to, to then use that to help others to the point where you realize that it's actually you know, a really good idea for you to get into business. And that's a, I think that's exactly. a very common journey for a lot of entrepreneurs as well, uh, myself included. So thank you for sharing that. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, you don't wake up one morning and go, hey, I want to be a LinkedIn trainer. <laughs> you know, it's And that was the reason happen. I asked you the question, because I'm just curious, you know, what made you, well, what started you off on that journey? It's such a fascinating area for me anyway, but um, it's always nice to hear the backstory. Right. 
Great. So can you share with us, and I'm going to jump right in here, um, can you share with us the top three tips that you have for professionals? So we're just talking about professionals, um, not business owners yet. But what are the top three tips that you may have for professionals looking to stand out on LinkedIn and really get noticed? Well, you know, number one is, is your profile picture. And so many people still get this wrong. It's just you from, you know, it's head and shoulders up or, you know, a little bit of it. Not standing on a beach or cropped out of a picture or your sunglasses on or holding the camera up or down, you know, and keeping your cleavage out of it. <laughs> you know, there's so many people. Like the picture wrong. It's just you. It's a headshot of you. And you know, a recent one so that people can recognize you. Um, I know as my family are realtors, you know, really, <laughs> they, they tend to keep their picture for 25 years. On LinkedIn, you need to, <laughs> and you need to keep your picture, re, you know, recent. And I always tell people that's number one so that they, they can recognize you. Number two is fill out your profile. Uh, your headline has 120 characters. Tell people not that you're just, you know, in sales or you're an accountant or you're a broker or, you know, whatever you are, a coach. Tell them what value you bring to them in 120 characters. Make those 120 characters count on your headline because that's what people are going to be seeing when they start searching. And the other one is to make sure to put your key words in there that people are going to find you by. So you need those keywords in your profile so that you'll, you'll come up on the search results when people search for you. So I would say you said to pick three, and that's it. Your picture, your header, your headline, which is 120 characters, and putting your keywords in there so that you are found in the search. Great. I love those. And then also when you were talking about the value, that's always, you know, this is something that I've kind of learned over time, I guess, is to always look at things like your resume or your online profiles through the lens of what's in it for the person viewing it. So I love that you mentioned that as well because it is so important to not, because we get so caught up in our own heads trying to figure out what can we, you know, what part of what we have, whether that's experience or skills or whatever it is to be put out there and how do we put it out there. But in terms looking at it from the other person's view is so important to really get people's attention. It is. It, it, it truly is. It's not about you. It's about how you can help other people and what value you bring to that. And it's so much easier once you think about it along those lines of what value you bring and always giving a call to action. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's really important too. Yeah, I've, I've seen so many LinkedIn profiles and actually people that I've wanted to get in touch with um, where I was looking for like an email address or phone number or something like that and it's just nowhere to be found. And I know some people prefer not to put that kind of information out there, uh, but you're so right. I mean, there's got to be some way for people to take the next step. Well, it would be like being at a networking event and somebody walking up and going, no, I don't have a phone number or an email and just walking away from you. You know, you're there. <laughs> LinkedIn is a networking site that is open 24-7. I mean, it's awesome. It's open 365 days a year, 24-7, from 9 
from all over the country. You know, if you're on there, it, it's a networking site, an online networking site. Leave your phone number. Leave an email for people to get a hold of you. I don't know how many times I've looked for somebody that one of my clients needed, and it's taken me probably to go through 12, 13 people because these people didn't have phone numbers on their LinkedIn profile, and they lost business because of it. So, I mean, it's so important. And that isn't one of the things that link, LinkedIn walks you to as part of your profile, is it? As far as an ext, like, um, uh, not an, well, email address or a phone number that's visibly, uh, it's visible on your profile. So, for example, LinkedIn is not going to prompt contact. you to do that, correct? Right. LinkedIn has it under your contact information where you put a profile, or where you put your phone number along with your websites and Twitter and Facebook, and you you have all your little. Um, areas in there that you can put everything in. But yeah, but I always say to put it in your summary too so people don't have to go and look for it. Yeah, and I think that's why that's sometimes you know, an oversight for, for people. I know myself included, like when I first set up my profile on LinkedIn, I didn't even realize that people don't have access to contact me other than just the, you know, the, the LinkedIn messenger. So that's good to know. Like for anyone just looking at their profile going, oh, you know, what's missing? That's a really good one because LinkedIn will not prompt you or let you know that your phone number is not visible or your email is not visible to people. Right. Great. So, um, Laurie Beth, is there anything that you'd like to add from a business owner perspective? Any tips that business owners can really use to leverage LinkedIn in addition to what you just mentioned? Finish your profile. Get to 100%. Put in there and tell your story. And tell it from the first person, never the third or the second. <laughs> always okay. speak. Yeah. Oh, always. And LinkedIn is your personal profile. It's not somebody speaking about you. That's okay. A lot. So That's does that mean mistake. that when you create, even your, even if you're creating a business profile, that you should create it in your name, or do you also suggest in, creating a separate pro- profile for the business specifically? Well, you have one for yourself, which is your personal profile, and then you can make a company page that is just for your company, but you need a company email to go with that company page. So if you're not an LLC or incorporated or um, you'll have to go through Google or something to get the business email. So let's say it's um, Health and Wellness LLC, your email needs to be Health and Wellness, you know, or info at Health and Wellness LLC. It can't be, you know, Tom Jones at AOL.com. LinkedIn won't allow right. you to do that. It has to be a business email. But I would say if you're in business, put your business page up there. You know, I'll be honest, you're not going to get a lot of clients from your business page, but it shows that you're in business. You have your logo. You can put updates on there, and it, it works together and it shows that people are talking about that within your network when you do updates. So it only helps you. Right, yeah, that makes sense. So when you were talking about sharing your story, do you recommend sharing the story of the business on the business page, or were you referring to your personal profile? Your personal profile, you want to share your story. So if People need to know who they're doing business with and why they're doing business with them. They resonate. Most people sell themselves before they sell what they're selling. So if your profile reflects that, 
where you put a, you know, a cute little story in there or you tell people, you know, like I said, the value that you bring, but you intertwine a story with it. It just makes it look a little better. Okay. Yeah, I can see how that would be really powerful. It reminds me of Simon Sinek's um, TED Talk where he said people don't buy, um, oh gosh, let me see, how does that go? People don't buy uh, what, no, you know what, I'm going to look it up and say the right thing because otherwise I'm going to get it all twisted up. But basically (laughs) your story is so valuable because people need to know the reason why you do what you do and not necessarily just what it is that you offer. So, yeah, I, I totally see how that could be important. But I think sometimes people shy away from that because they feel like it's a bit personal um, versus just getting to the point of here's what I offer. But I can absolutely see the value in having that connection built first right from the beginning versus jumping right into here's what I have to offer. Exactly, and you're not being spammy, right? Yes, exactly. So you're more of a person versus just somebody who's marketing their business. Exactly. Yeah. So what, do you, what would you say, and we talked about some of these um, already, I think, but what would be some of the biggest mistakes that people make on LinkedIn, whether it's on their personal profile or their business page? Not using the background image. Everyone's given a background image. And with premium, I know it's like 16 different images you can put up there, but you can go over to Fiverr.com, and for 5 bucks, you can get a background image made that is custom-tailored just to you. It's prime real estate up there, and people are missing out on it. You can put one or two sentences up there telling the value that you bring to other people. So it's kind of like your own billboard. You can put your phone number up there. You put a call to action up there, and if you check mine out, you know there's a couple sentences on there that, that says how I help people. And if you look at somebody, you know, if you just go and start looking at profiles, you'll see backgrounds. Some people really use them. If you have a book, by gosh, put that picture of the book up there so people know. You know, get it on um, Amazon. Or if you have a podcast that you're doing, watch our podcast. You know, so you're telling them when they come to your profile, they're seeing that background image. So I think to answer your question, it would be the background image. People just aren't using that enough. Oh, that is great advice, and I don't think I've heard that from anyone else. In fact, when I look at a background image, it's more to get kind of an idea, kind of like the personality of the person versus even thinking about looking at it in terms of what do they offer. So, yeah, what great real estate to do that right at the top of the page. That's a great idea to have a call to action there as well. Yeah, and I love yours. So I would definitely encourage our listeners to check out Laurie Beth's um, LinkedIn profile. I believe the link is in the um, the notes for the the show. So on the on the same page where you access the radio show, you should see um, her LinkedIn profile link in there. And if it's not in there, Laurie Beth, can you tell us the link to get your profile? Yeah, and please. When and th- this is another thing people do wrong. <laughs> when you send an invitation. You have to personalize it to the person. So if you're sending me an invitation to connect on LinkedIn, tell me that you, you heard me on the show. And, you know, it only has to be a sentence. Hey, heard you on the show. Great. Love to connect. You know, tell me how we met. Tell me, you know, if, if it's somebody that you don't know, tell them why you want to connect with them. Don't just send the canned response. So I'll be looking forward to everyone telling me that I, you heard me on the show here. <laughs> And it's Lori Beth Pearson. It's L O R I B E T H, one word, Pearson, 
P-I-E-R-S-O-N. Come over, send me a connection request. I'd love to connect with everyone. Perfect. And that actually brings me to a question I had about the app, because I know a lot of times I'll connect with people on the LinkedIn app, and I don't believe there is a way to put in a personal message on the app. Is there? If I'm searching for your name, yeah, I can add you there, to There is, but it's it's difficult to – there's – um. If you go over to their profile, I'm trying to remember how I just did this. You, I went over to their profile, and then there will be the three little dots over on the right-hand side, and you can customize it uh, to okay. send a message. There, there is ways to customize it. You have to, because I don't have the phone in front of me, I can't remember how to do it, oh, so that's I'm sorry. Okay. But yes, there, there are curious. ways to do that. Yes. Okay, that is really good to know. That's definitely something I want to look into. Oh, yeah, I see it now. I'm actually looking at the phone right now, and I see it. If you go to the profile, the person's profile page, the very top bar next to the search bar on the right, there's the, like you said, there's the three little dots. If you click on those, you'll see a, um, an option that says share via private message, and that's where you can put in your message. Yeah, thanks so much. I didn't even realize that. that. <laughs> so I remembered. Perfect. <laughs> So talk to me a little bit about these notifications. I think we're talking about the phone, and this is actually what I use. I use my LinkedIn app on the phone much more so than my, you know, the computer. So when I, like in the morning, when I check my LinkedIn app, I get all of these notifications of, you know, birthdays and new jobs and all of those kinds of things. So you were talking about uh, a little bit, you know, beforehand you were talking about, um, you mentioned swiping left and all of those things. So talk, talk to me a little bit about that and, you know, what do we do with those notifications? Well, the first thing you do when you're online and you're changing things is go to the little green tab that you have on your profile page. So I'm going to kind of walk through it here with mine. So when you're on your profile page, on the right-hand corner, it will say notify your network. And you're going to scroll down. It's, it's under um, your picture to the right of it, and it will say notify your network. Yes, publish an update to my network about my profile changes. And you do want to tell your network that you're making profile changes, but when you're making more than two or three, your network doesn't want to see every time you make a profile change, you know, because then you kind of get on people's nerves and you don't want to be blocked. But you do want to show that you've made an update or a change if it's one or two. So swipe that left to know why you make the changes, and then swipe it back to uh, yes and make your last change, and people will see that last change. But if you're going in and you're, you're changing out your whole pro profile, I call it my tribe of people. I would drive my tribe of people <laughs> totally bonkers because <laughs> I go and I change things all the time. So that's yeah. why I say keep your tribe happy and swipe left and <laughs> notify your network. Great idea, great idea. And I've actually seen the opposite happen where – People don't necessarily you – no, know, they turn off notifications, but that can be such a, you know, a great way to notify your network if you change jobs, if you have a new certification or anything like that. So maybe the other, you know, the other side of this is to check and make sure that those notifications are turned on so that you can inform your network when you do have major changes like that. Oh, exactly. Yes, you definitely want to keep it on. The only time that you want to take it to know is when you're making more than two or three changes. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, if you're going in and redoing the profile and, you know, making this change and making that change. And, you know, it's just like if you go in and change your picture and then you change it and then you don't like it, then you put another one in and then people are going to see these big pictures going down their feed of you. 
<laughs> right. Yeah, that's a little annoying. <laughs> um, let's talk a little bit about the headline and the summary. You've already talked about the headline and having having it be really catchy and making sure that we convey the value that we're bringing to our potential clients or you know pot- potential recruiter or company that we'd like to work for. So, what about the summary? What are some key points on what we should include in the summary? How long it should be? You know, just anything you'd like to share there. The summary is 2,000 characters, and this is the, the summary is where you tell people kind of your story. Um, you know, who you, it's like who, what, when, where, why, and how. That's a great place to start. Who who you are, how you help people, what you can put your mission statement in your summary. You can put how you know how you help people, things that you offer. You can put your keywords in there under specialties. And make it look good. Don't chunk it all up into one paragraph. People just don't like to, you know, look at it that way. They like to look at it when it flows. White space is your friend. (laughs) And you Mm. can get little emojis. And if you go on to some of my posts, I have a post on there that shows you all the little signs that you can use, and you just copy and paste them. So I have a post about that. And um, you can upload your pictures, you can upload video, and you want to do that with your summary and your experience section. You want to make your LinkedIn profile where you have really great pictures, and it could take you over to a slide share that you could put on there. You can put on, you know, if you've done, like you, you can do your podcasts, um, mm-hmm. you know, your blog talk radio. With your blog talk radio, I would put it into publications and put okay. the URL. and. You you can move the publications up and down, just like you can move your um, your skills up and down. I always tell people mm-hmm. to put your summary on the top because that's that's important. Your summary section is how they can get a hold of you. Now on the phone, you don't see the summary section. You only see the experience section. So that's why mm-hmm. I tell people put your phone number in the experience section too or an email because if they're on the phone, they won't see your summary. But if they're on their laptop or their iPad or their PC or you know Mac, they'll see it. They'll see your summary. Oh, that's great to know. I, I had no idea about that. You know, I didn't realize that it's just the experience section that shows up on on your phone. Okay, because I think a lot of people would probably put that up towards the top. So it's good to know that you know we should be really careful about where to place that contact information. Perfect. And then the other thing I love that you shared that I didn't I had no idea about was the the icons. I never I never thought about including icons in the you know in my LinkedIn profile, but I could also see where they would you know I would probably need to go look up like on your the article that you mentioned or your post about some guidelines around that. So I'm definitely going to go and check out your post uh, post Laurie. Thank you. Oh sure, yeah. I mean, it, you know, like you can see mine. I have the little picture of the phone, and I have a little picture of an envelope, and I have a hand, you know, that's pointing, and some arrows, and smiley faces, and you know, it just it makes it. I mean, don't go totally wild, but yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it just makes it helps it look a little better. Absolutely, and I think you can also, uh, you know, show some of your personality and the fun aspect of it. As well, because people, I mean, that goes again back to that whole connection element. And you want to make sure that when you come across on your LinkedIn profile, that people get a sense of, you know, like wanting to reach out to you and connect with you and seeing you as that personable 
um, individual. So I love that. Thank you. That, I've never, again, that's another point that I've never heard anyone share, so I love that one. Thanks so much for that. Um, and then the other thing I want to do, uh, Tava, is as far as, like, again, on the phone, you know, you get these notifications, like I was mentioning earlier, with, um, and I guess we were talking about two different notifications. So the other one was just more specific to any time you update your profile, where your network or your connections get notified that way. But as far as LinkedIn notifying you when it's somebody's birthday or somebody has changed jobs or whatever it is or has some kind of update to their profile, um, or not profile, I guess it's just a couple of things. Um, I don't know if they do update, update you when it comes to uh, qualifications. But when you go onto your phone app, or even I think on, online, it will pop up if you set it up um, correctly. It will let you know, of, you know when somebody in your network has a birthday or has changed jobs. So how do you um, suggest, you know, what do we do with that, Laurie Beth? How do we really make that count when we respond? Well, I would say, I would say use it every day. Um, I just had the three-year anniversary of my first online course, and I put that as um, – trying to remember how I put that on my LinkedIn but, uh, profile, but as of yesterday or two days ago, um, I'm still getting congratulations. Oh, LinkedIn, I have it under LinkedIn Trainer e-learning course instructor for Udemy. Mm, okay. And that was, one of, that was one of my first ones where um, I had 1,000 students in 76 different countries take my course. It was just awesome. And so I put that on there because um, I spent a lot of time doing this. Well, I just had my uh, three-year anniversary for that. Two years, 11 months. Um, <laughs> LinkedIn jumped the gun. <laughs> I had over 700 congratulations. Wow. Those are personal. I know. I, it's it's going to take me days <laughs> to go through. And actually, that wasn't as many as what I got for uh, my happy birthdays. I have, I have over 16,000 connections. So I get a lot, you know, when something like that comes up. But it's perfect for people to do this because – People send you a congratulations, so you send something to them, and if they send it, you know, thank you back, this is a warm lead now. And you can start talking to them. Look at their profile. Mm -hmm. Find something that, you know, you have a commonality with. If you've gone to, high, uh, you know, the same high school, the same college, or, you know, they work in a company that you always thought was fascinating, you know, uh, I would say football, you know, if it's, in a, in a town, you know, find something that happened with the sports, and you know, if it's if it's a guy you're trying to reach the the CEO or something, and you know, or say something about his college uh, college teams, or you know, same thing with if it's a gal, look at where she went. You know, um, I had said that with someone that was in the Navy, and my brother was in the Navy, and now we're great friends, all because I made a comment from her thanking, you know, sending me a congratulations. So people really need to use these, and it's not just to send it to say, hey, congrats. Personalize them. Make them right. stand out because the canned response is, congrats, hope everything is going well. Personalize, personalize, personalize. It will get you so much further. Absolutely. And especially with a large network like you have, uh, Laurie Beth, how do you stay on top of those Personalized because it must take a lot of time, especially when you have a birthday or you know a, 
uh, a, ch- a change in job status or whatever it is. It, like you said, with 700, you know, how do you personalize 700 responses? <laughs> well, I make a couple different apps. I put it on a notepad that's on my computer, okay. and I look and see who sent it to me, and I do about 100 a day. Okay. I'm yeah, that pretty fast like at doing it. Right, so I do 50, you know, or I'll do 25, and then a couple hours later I'll do 25, a couple hours later I'll do 25, and a couple hours later I'll do 25. So I break it up so I'm just not sitting here and it's not monotonous. So I'll have time to look at those 25 profiles, and I'll find something about it. But mostly I'll have it already written up in a, pre, you know, in a template that's ready to go, and then I'll send it off, just like when it's somebody's birthday. I have a really great saying that I personally made up to send to people. And I want to stand out. I want, and that's what I teach my clients is how to stand out and, you know, have these, these uh, templates that are already pre-made, and you can send them to different people. You know, there's, there's um, some that you would send to a guy with, you know, less emojis and then <laughs> a little more emojis <laughs> with a woman that's going to go, oh, that's cute. And, uh, yeah. you know, just really using this to your advantage and, you know, having it help you with your business and bring in clients. Absolutely. Those little things really do go a long way. And if you think about it, I mean, there's not, it's not very often that you have big status changes like that during the year. It's like your birthday and maybe once or twice in the year, you know, you have a, a change in, um, in job or title or whatever it is. So it really pays to pay attention to those times when people are going to be sending you lots of messages. And I love your idea of still, you know, still having that personal touch but you don't necessarily have to create a brand new message every time you, you know, you send out a birthday message or a thank you message. Oh no, no, you don't. You can just make a, a generic one, one from you, you know, a template that has something great for the birthday message, and you know, tell them, hey, have a wonderful day, and you know, I, I think mine says, I wish you health, wealth, happiness, and prosperity today, tomorrow, and always, and many blessings, something like that. And uh, people just love that. And I put the little uh, emojis in there that, you know, say, woohoo, congrats, and, you know, the little <laughs> flowers. And it just, it, people will notice it. And they thank you for taking the time to actually do that. And it's not a canned Absolutely. response. Yeah. And people now, I mean, just LinkedIn messages are so common. People can easily tell that it's a canned LinkedIn message versus something that you took, you know, a couple of extra minutes to put together. So, yeah, it does make a big difference. And I know this, like, from personal experience as well. I've had potential clients reach out to me simply because I sent them a birthday message. So you just never know what that could spark in someone. It doesn't mean that, you know, as a business owner, you don't have to say, hey, yeah, I am, and here's what I offer. Just as simple as saying, happy birthday, thinking of you today, whatever it is, it will prompt people to go to your profile and say, hey, who is this person? And you just never know where that could go. Oh, exactly. You know, and with mine, I add on, um, if you ever need help on LinkedIn, I'm just a click away. So I'm oh, sending that to them. And, yeah, and I'm adding, you know, I'm just a click away. And they like that, you know, and most people will say, hey, you know, that's, that's really great. It's just like when you send me a connection request, I'm going to send you two videos back. And it, one of them is a pet shark, and it's, he's an, um, an avatar where the shark followed my face, so the shark talks. And I talk in the shark talk thanking everybody 
for coming to my yeah. network and that I love, love, love the network. And the second video that follows, the shark says, and this one's really going to make you cry. It's really swell. And then the second video shows up, and it says um, the power of words. And this is the one that's been seen millions and millions of times. But people thank me, number one. They thought the pet shark was hilarious. And the power of words, they thank me for sending that to them because I'm not asking for anything. I'm just giving mm-hmm. them something. When I send the thank you for connecting with me. That's another one that you send, and you personalize that. And, you you know, I do it through Talk Fusion, one of my uh, networks that I had been working with, and I made a really cool video, and it's got the little screen around it. But you can do the same thing in Vimeo, or you wouldn't want YouTube mm-hmm. because then YouTube goes to another video after that. You don't want any other videos playing. You want to keep them on you. But sending people something, it's – I. I can't repeat this enough. Reciprocity, reciprocity, reciprocity. The more you give, the more you get. Absolutely. And you made a great point earlier as well, and you just said it again with the multimedia. Like leverage LinkedIn's uh, options, you know, that they give you for posting pictures when you do an update or posting a video or um, audio or whatever, you know, documents. There's so many options that LinkedIn gives you to to be able to represent yourself on that platform. So definitely leverage that. It does make a huge, huge difference for sure. Oh, it does. And you really need to use video because Google will rank that. Absolutely. And then with that, you suggest. Oh, actually, I did. I had a question with regard to tags. Does do, does tagging work at all um, on LinkedIn, or do you suggest not not tagging uh, a post or anything like that? Well, as uh, Jeff Weiner <laughs> came out with it, I think it was like a couple weeks ago. You can tag, but it's only working on the phone, the the apps on the phone right now. I think they are working back to getting it back to tagging on on the PC and, you know, online, but right now it's only working when you tag somebody on the phones. Oh, that's interesting. On that's really good to know. Okay. Yeah, so One that works. So, yeah. Yeah? Go ahead. Sorry, I didn't hear you. Oh, no, you were saying a question. I said, go ahead. <laughs> I didn't mean to oh, interrupt okay. you. I was going to ask you your secret for creating such a huge uh, you know, a base of connections on LinkedIn. Can you share with us how you were able to do that? That is phenomenal. Well, this was before LinkedIn put the kibosh on <laughs> sending so many invitations. You used to be able to go into groups and send all your group members an invitation to connect. And so I did that. Within a 90-day period, I went from 32 connections to 5,000. My brother and I were having a race. And I know it sounds funny, but we were pretty methodical on who we wanted to connect with. So it was, you know, certain groups and certain areas. And uh, I, of course, won. (laughs) He didn't like that I beat him. We both made it to 5,000 with the connection. And it was like Christmas every day. It was like coming, I would come downstairs and, I would get on the computer, and I'd have four or 500 in-mails every day of people wow. saying, hey, you know, thanks for wanting to connect, blah, blah, blah. And this was years ago, so it was a lot easier. Now you can only send uh, 15 group members uh, emails, and then they put the kibosh on it where you can't send it anymore. 
And, you know, sometimes they'll restrict your account if you look at too many, if you view too many profiles and send too many messages. And that's another reason I only do 100 messages to people a day because if I did 700, they would kick me out for the day. They would say that something looks abnormal and you can get your account restricted. Wow, okay. Yeah, I did notice that they were getting tighter and tighter with some of the rules, which, you know, obviously has pros and cons to, to that. So with LinkedIn the way it's set up right now, what would you suggest, you know, as far as growing your uh, your list of connections or your, your, your network on LinkedIn? I would say you want to keep growing it. So send those thank you or the birthdays and congratulations and, you know, keep doing that with people. And with the people that you really want to meet, check out who their connections are. Check out who, what groups they're in. Go into the groups that they're in. See what they're talking, you know. And to build it, you want to send connections, but you don't want people to IDK you, which is I don't know you, and then you'll mm. get restricted there too where you'll have to have everybody's email addresses to connect with them. But reach out to people. And when you send a connection request to somebody and you've actually looked at their profile, 99.9% of the time people are going to say, okay, great, let's connect, because you gave them a reason to connect. You found something on their profile that resonated you know, with you, with them. So if you do 15 right. of those a day to strategic people, you are going to grow your profile, I mean your, your uh, connections and it's only going to help you. So you, you tell yourself, okay, even if you did, you know, five in the morning, found somebody, five in, you know, in the afternoon, five in the evening, spread it out if you don't have that much time. But if you put it down and you write it down as a goal, and that's what you're going to do, you know, within the next month you're going to add so many connections and, you know, have a reason for it. Make it a goal, write it down, keep a spreadsheet on it, who you've sent the invitations to. You know, you can actually see it under your sent invitations and if somebody hasn't, you know, answered you back, it's probably because they're, you know, they're not on LinkedIn. Never take it personally. Sometimes people just don't like to connect with other people. But I would say send that out to 15 specific people and have a strategy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's great. I mean, it, just to have, because it, it doesn't take that much time or effort to reach out to 15 people. LinkedIn really makes it easy. And one of the things I noticed as well, kind of as a, a workaround, because I think some, you know, some people, I'm not really sure what the profile setting is, but some people will only let you connect with them if you have their email address. But what I've noticed is some of them actually put their email address right in their profile or somewhere on their page. So if you do see that, I would you know, do a little bit more investigating to see if you can get that email address and you know, don't give up on those connections. Or maybe even contact them directly if you need to, if it's something, you know, if you need to reach out to them. But just look at the profile and see because a lot of times they have their contact information right there. Oh, yes, they do. You just have to do a little investigating. And if they don't, look at the groups that they're in. You might be in a group and yeah. you might be able to send them a message to the group. So, yeah, there's all different ways. Oh, point. Yeah, definitely. There's always ways, you know, kind of ways around that. Um, and, of course, if you have a connection in common, that helps as well to introduce yourself that way. Or even ask that person, ask your connection to introduce you to somebody who's not on your network. Absolutely. Reach out. Like I said, it's a networking site. It's open 24-7. You know, I, I look at LinkedIn like Monopoly. 
It's like board, winning Boardwalk and Park Place because LinkedIn is one of the only sites that you can actually look at people who've viewed your profile. So if mm-hmm. you go to your profile, you know, and you, you hover over your, your profile, it will say edit profile, who's viewed your profile, and your updates. You want to go to who's viewed your profile and look at those people who's viewed you. Those are warm leads. They viewed you for a reason. Mm-hmm. Send them a connection request. If they fit in your sphere of, you know, what you're looking for, you know, send them a connection request with, hey, I saw you took a peek at my, you know, thanks for peeking at my profile. Is there anything I can help you with or can I introduce you to anybody in my network? Would love to connect. Once again, you're sending them a personalized connection request. Oh, I love that. That's a really great tip. So I'm going to shift gears just for a second here, Laurie Beth, to let our listeners know that the show on making LinkedIn work for you is happy to be sponsored by Audible.com. Audible.com is the leading provider of spoken digital audio entertainment and information, and they have more than 150,000 titles to choose from, and you can listen on any device. If you sign up at our URL, audibletrial.com slash lifecoachradio, you get one free audio book and a month free trial of the service, and we really appreciate your support. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to dial in at 646-716-9397. Again, that number is 646-716-9397, and you have less than 15 minutes to do so. <laughs> Our time went by so fast. So um, for I the next few you minutes, if, if you wouldn't mind answering just a few more questions, um, on on LinkedIn. So the next question I have for you is the difference between the free and the premium account. Oh, good question. People always ask me this. Okay, well, we just said about the free account, you're only able to see the last five people that have viewed your profile. They stop at 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 five. When you have a premium account, which is fifty nine ninety nine a month. At least it was as of two weeks ago. LinkedIn always changes that. Um, you're able to get with a premium account. You can get 15 in mails that you can send to anybody that you want each month. So you don't have to have their um, email. You send it, and an in mail looks a lot different than a regular email message that's sent through LinkedIn. And people are going to look at that. And if you're going to spend the 59.99. Look, LinkedIn will give it to you 30 days for free. I mean, how great is that? Uh, mm-hmm. So you might as well try it once a year for 30 days. You can do Sales Navigator for 30 days. Um, you can do Recruiter Light. But I would say try it. Give Premium a try and use those 15 end mails. So the difference is when you go on to the, with the Premium, you get the 15 end mails. You also get to see who's viewed your profile with greater analytics in the back. Um, so you can just keep, I think it's like the last 90 that are on there. Actually, sometimes it even goes more than that. And it shows you, um, you know, how many connections that you have, which is good with who's viewed your profile. Um, so those really are, you know, kind of the difference in premium and the free account. You just don't get to do as much. And the searches. You can do more searches and advanced searches in the premium. So when you're looking for, you know, certain people, you're able to save the searches, and they allow you to, to do more than 100. 
I think when you get on the free um, LinkedIn, they'll put the kibosh on you there too and say, okay, you've done enough searches for the month. You'll be able to do them again next month. So that's kind of the difference. Thank you. That definitely helps to clarify for sure. So as far as the, the mobile app goes, can you maybe share with us how to best leverage that mobile app? Or maybe even what's the difference between the mobile app and the you know the desktop version? Well, the desktop version, I, I really like the desktop because, I mean, I have a huge screen. Actually, I have three screens. So I'm able to see a lot of different things at one time. And, yeah, I know when I go when I go someplace else and I see somebody's small screen, I'm like, oh, my God, how do you get by with just that? <laughs> and so I'm, I'm a little um, blessed with being able to have three big screens in front of me. But on the, on, online, you know, on the – on the PC or the Mac, whatever you're on, you're able to see a lot more. You're able to maneuver a lot better than you do with the with the app. But more and more people are using the LinkedIn apps, and they have so many of them right now. Uh, they they retired one not too long ago. I really liked that one. That was one you could just go in, and they had all the notifications right up there at the front. But the other LinkedIn um, app the one that's just the IN that says uh, LinkedIn, you can go in there and get your notifications so you know who's who has an endorsed who has endorsed you. You can say thanks for endorsing me, uh, celebrating um, you know, their anniversaries or say happy birthday and then you have the ones for groups and more and more people are using the apps because they're away from their office. So, you know, you, you're always going to find yourself waiting somewhere for five or ten minutes. I tell people, get on that app and start sending thank you for this. And you, There are some other apps that you can um, – My text expander. They're called text expanders where you can pre-write a message and then you type in, um, you know, for happy birthday you could put HPT something and it will come up with that message the whole long message that you made. So you can get apps to help you so it personalizes it so you're not sending a canned response. And for the life of me at the moment, I cannot remember which, what that app is called. But if you look up um, you know, text expanders or text helpers, it will help you send those messages so that they're not canned on the mobile apps. But more and more people are using them. And if you have if you're within a big company, they have an app just for companies so you can find people within your company. Um, there's the LinkedIn job search, which is really good if you're looking. They have lynda.com, which is all of their um, online courses. The SlideShare, uh, they have one just for groups. So if you manage a group, it's really great just to go on there for you know the groups and see what people are saying. And you know it's great to go in there and just ask a question or answer. Or you know when somebody writes a post, like it, comment it, and share. And you can do that on your app, and it takes you maybe 30, 40 seconds to do that. And once you start doing that, people will start doing it for you. Reciprocity. You know, you can say, hey, I shared your, your great article last week. Do you mind sharing mine this week? And share your blog posts. And you can do that within the LinkedIn groups. And, you know, and then you have your LinkedIn Pulse one. And if you're a recruiter, they have um, one for LinkedIn Recruiter, LinkedIn Elevate. 
they have a bunch. And, oh, yeah, I have Sales Navigator. So if you have Sales Navigator, that sits on a totally different site than LinkedIn. Sales Navigator does. I don't know if you've ever seen it, and it looks a lot different. And if you're in sales, Sales Navigator is, is really great to have. You can have more refined searches, who you're looking for, and they'll send you leads. So when new people come into the finance business or the coaching or whatever you have down there, they'll send you the leads and say, hey, there's 15 new people. I mean, how awesome is that? Oh, that's fantastic. And that app is called Sales Navigator? Right. That's another one. That's, you have to subscribe to that. That's $79 a month. That does not include your LinkedIn premium. So you would have to pay for both of them because it sits on Got two it. different okay. platforms. It's just and incredible to me that there's seat. so many options out there, like so many different apps for different reasons and different, you know, for different groups of people. So there really is so much to this outside even of just the you know, primary LinkedIn platform online. I love that. Oh, yeah, and once you're on them, I mean, it's so easy just to put them on, you know, put them all in one section and just go there and open it up, spend two minutes on one, spend two on another, and mm-hmm. bam, you have some things done already. Absolutely. Yeah, I know for me the LinkedIn app, just a regular, you know, LinkedIn app, it just saves me so much time because I can be, you know, just about running out the door and I quickly hit on my network to see if anyone has sent me any invitations and I can easily within, you know, less than a minute check on the notifications that accept and and send even a couple of personalized messages for people who have birthdays or um, you know, uh, new positions or whatever it is. So it, it does save so much time, and it, it's so easy to navigate. Like the LinkedIn, this one in particular, um, is just super easy for me to, to flip through and do what I need to do within a few minutes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and they're making them better and better and better. They They truly are. Yeah, I really like that interface. It, it helps me out for sure. So let's talk about a little bit on the business side of things, uh, Laurie Beth. When it comes to selling, and I know so many people, you know, just even thinking about LinkedIn as a way to sell is so off-putting to a lot of people, including, you know, business owners. They're like, how do we do this? How do we sell without being blatantly spammy or salesy or whatever it is? So what would you suggest to any business owners listening in? Become an expert in your area. Even if you're, you know, you work at a company, be the best that works at that company and show value by posting on LinkedIn. There's millions of posts, millions of posts that have been posted on LinkedIn. But within your realm of your connections, start posting and give people value. You're showing them value, but at the end of giving them something, then also put your paragraph, hey, if you need help with this, this, and this, you can reach me here. Um, you know, I've put whatever you want in the paragraph. Don't make it hugely spammy, but, you know, make it get, put a URL in there, uh, a connection with the URL that goes to your website at the end of it. You know, for more help with this, this, and this, go here. Give them a call to action. And so every post that you're posting, you can post five days a week if you want. You can post seven. I wouldn't suggest seven days a week unless your posts are really great and you have a you know a really good following, but write it in your posts. You're telling people who you are with your profile, but show them you know what you're you can walk the walk and talk the talk. 
have people know, like, and trust you by showing you can give value to other people. And put that in the bottom of your post every time you post, how to get a hold of you and how you can help them, just in a small paragraph. Absolutely. Yeah, it is so powerful to have that call to action right there, even if it's just a very simple one line. It's not necessarily you, you saying, you know, here's what I have to offer and here's where you, you sign up, but simply saying to connect with me, here's my contact information. Yeah. Great right. Point. If you're speaking about leadership and you're a CEO and you're like, hey, if you want to learn more about leadership, go here, you know, and have it right. go to your website. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Don't make a long, don't make it really spammy because you're giving value. But take that, you know, when I say paragraph, I'm talking one or two sentences just on the bottom, you know. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. And also, by the time people get to that point, like if they're reading a post or an article that you put out there, by the time they get to that point, you, they've already consumed so much valuable information from you that it would be, if they're looking for something specific, it's going to be the logical next step for them anyway. Or the, the question they're going to ask when they get to the end is, okay, how do I get more? So it's not even, it's, for me, I think of it more in terms of being of service to people who really need more than just that article can provide versus me trying to get them on a call and sell them anything. So I guess it's also a little bit of a perspective change because a lot of people are like, oh, no, you know, they can look at my profile if they want to contact me. Um, but really it just makes sense to have it all there on that page. If people choose to contact you, it's there. If they don't, no big deal. Well, exactly. And you're posting. It's kind of like you're being a speaker or a teacher. You're, you're showing people how you help them, and you're showing them a benefit of something that they need to know. And, you know, it's just it's a great way to do it, definitely. And the other thing that I tell my clients as well, even the clients of mine that are not business owners who are in a profession, even if they're not looking for a job, is, you know, if they have or they feel like they have something to share or some level of expertise, to go ahead and post an article, even if it's one paragraph or two paragraphs, they can help somebody, you know, solve a challenge or just share some valuable information because that's going to obviously build up over time. And when you are looking for a job or when you want to position yourself for a promotion, that's a really great way for people to, you know, kind of get more information on you and see all of the valuable articles and uh, content that you've provided. And it'll give them, again, another level of that know, like, and trust to be able to say, yes, this is a person that I want to to hire or, you know, uh, whatever it is. Or even if you have your own business, to see you as the expert in that area and say, yes, this is someone I want to do business with. Right. You don't just have to write about one thing. You can help people, you know, if you found – a great couple apps that help you, like Canva.com, C-A-N-V-A.com. When it first came out, I was telling everybody about it. I'm like, hey, it's free. You can go over there and create these little memes, you know, that you post with your updates, and you can make these little memes your own. Put your name in there, put a picture in there, and download it. Bam, you're done. You upload it on, on LinkedIn, and you're sharing something with somebody. Or you can put that as your picture for your post. You can make it really quick. And, you know, sharing anything that's going to help other people. I shared uh, character count tools. Um, Mm -hmm. When you're writing your profile and you want to know how many characters are in there, you know, when you want to know how many paragraphs, there's so many things that can help so many people if it's time management. Um, You know, what are the different things that helped you with time management? You know, what's great about leadership? You know, if, if you have a, a CEO that's really a great leader, say, hey, you know, 
open letter to so-and-so. I think you're a great leader because of this, this, and this. And you know, There's so many things you can write about and just take the fear out of it and put it out there. And then send it to a couple of your connections and say, can you do me a favor, like, share, comment, three things. You know, like it, yeah, good comment, idea. and share. And yeah. get some buddies. I also get love the thinking outside the box. That Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, you just, yeah, true, think outside of the box. And when you do, success comes so much more easier to you. LinkedIn isn't a place to be real, real rigid, you know, Think outside the mm-hmm. box, and it is a networking site. So connect with people. You never know who the person, even if the person is in India, you may want to go to India someday, and that person mm-hmm. could show you around, and you, you never know who you're going to connect to and what a benefit that it actually could be for you. So don't Absolutely. be so close-minded when, when it comes to you know, okay. connecting with people. Right. I got yeah, that's tangent. a great. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. This is excellent because it actually makes me think of something else. There was a client of mine who actually um, wrote a post as a way of saying thank you to a company that she was leaving, to say thank you to her team, to the management, to everybody. As it was her way of doing like a public thank you letter to acknowledge all the people there and, you know, just what an incredible team they were and all of that. So you just never know. And that that obviously has great benefits for her when she's looking for employment because they can see what a great team player she is and the fact that she, you know, lifts other people up and is just uh, such a great um, employee to be able to then say, you know, put, put out a public message out there to say thank you for to a previous employer. So, yeah, just kind of think, be creative with it. And you just, you never know who it's going to, you know, land in front of and where that next opportunity could lead you. Oh, absolutely. Just because you're not looking for a job now doesn't mean you're not going to be six months from now. Come on, even CEOs are let go of companies or kicked out. Yes. <laughs> you know, no one really has a 100% job. I mean, banks close. You just, you never know. So if you have your circle and your tribe on LinkedIn, it's so much easier to reach out if you're ever put into that situation that, oh, my gosh, now you have to find another job and, you know, you have nothing ready. Well, if you have your LinkedIn profile done and you have a circle of people, it's only going to help you. Absolutely. So build it now. Build build it before the rain comes. That's right. And it does take time to build that level of credibility. So you don't want to be viewed as the person who is like all of a sudden going out there to get a job and then you see all of these LinkedIn posts from them, but only in the last week or so since they started looking. You know, that you really don't want to do that because, of course, you see all of that. That's visible to people looking right. at you on LinkedIn. They can see how yeah. old your profile is. They can see the activity. Um, so, yeah, definitely build it up over time. And it, you just never know. It could even help you. It could benefit you right where you are in your company. So there's just so many benefits to that. Well, yeah, and just because you're on one path doesn't mean someone isn't going to look at your profile and say, hey, you know, when I first started, I didn't want to be a speaker. I did not want to be a speaker. And last year, I had a gentleman call me who I had emailed back and forth with, and, you know, he he convinced me to go and speak. And I said, well, okay. And I loved it. I put a little program together, and I taught them all. And it was just, it was really great. And, you know, from then, a year ago, now I go and I speak at places. And I just, 
I try and make it fun and you know, I didn't want to be a dull speaker about LinkedIn, you know, and blah blah blah. <laughs> but it turned out to be wonderful. And he found me. I didn't have that on my on my profile. So so many people can look at you and say, Wow, she's got you know, or he's got this, this and this, maybe he might be interested, you know, in something. You know, by keeping yourself open to new opportunities, even when, you know, I know there's a lot of network marketers um, multi-level marketers on, on LinkedIn, and that's okay. People are making millions with it. If it resonates mm-hmm. with you, say yes. If it doesn't, say, hey, thanks for the offer, but I think I'll pass. Next. Right. Yeah, absolutely. You know? And so, Laurie, as we wrap up, and I the time has gone already, I feel like we could talk for at least another hour on this topic. And I know. You make it so and I could tell how I could totally see how you would be like such a captivating speaker. You truly make LinkedIn fun, and I never thought you could. Like I don't know how anyone could do that, but you do that. So I love that. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so one last question before we wrap up, and that is um, LinkedIn and Twitter. So how do we get, or how do we leverage maybe Twitter to help us with our LinkedIn profile? Well. LinkedIn gives you an option when you post to tweet it at the same time, and you definitely want to tweet it. And have your circle of friends. Like I have a circle of friends that I I know I can send my blogs to. They're going to tweet it for me. They're going to comment. They're going to like, and and their other people will pick it up. And just you know, start small. Get get on uh, Twitter. Find some people that are in your your sphere, your niche, and you know, look them up in the search and ask them, hey, would you be willing, you know, to tweet my, my blogs from LinkedIn and I'll tweet yours. Just if you don't ask, you don't get. So ask people to help you, you know, see if they have a Twitter account. Look at their LinkedIn profile see if, and see if they're active on Twitter. How many followers do they have? You know, do people interact? And Use Twitter. It's very good. I, people will see it. I've gotten speaking gigs from Twitter, and, you know, it's crazy. I've gotten new clients from Twitter because I have my friends, you know, in my little circle put that out, and uh, it, it definitely helps. And here's a really good tip for you. LinkedIn, when you need help on LinkedIn, everyone knows there's no phone number to call. So if you want a a response really quick, you can go to the help section. You can look at the answers on LinkedIn, but you can also go to Twitter. And if you put in LinkedIn help and you tweet them between 9 and 5, you'll usually get an answer within, you know, a a couple minutes to 15 minutes. They're really quick. If they can't help you, they'll put you on to somebody else and they'll give you a link to go there. But it's it's really great if you have really quick questions because you have to do it in 140 characters. And you can also send them a picture. If something's not working right, you can um, go to Jing, J-I-N-G, and you know, take a picture really quick and upload it as an attachment. And um, you can put a video on there, upload a video to them. And they're really quick. So that's my little tip. Oh, that is fantastic. That is such a fun. I love that. That might be one of my favorite um, tips that you've provided today. That is really cool to know. 
Um, and actually, it made me think about something else when you know I was thinking about like tweeting out your LinkedIn post and things like that. Um, as far as the LinkedIn Pulse goes, do you have any um, any suggestions for how to get like a post or an article on LinkedIn Pulse? Yes, you put in tip at LinkedIn Pulse. So if you put that in tip at LinkedIn Pulse. People at LinkedIn will pick that up. So oh, that's your great. Blog so you just add that to the that, your tweet? Right. You just, you just add that to your 140 characters tip at LinkedIn uh, Pulse. Okay. And that's tips with an S? T-I-P. T-I-P-S or just T-I-P? No. Just T-I-P. Okay. Got it. Tip at LinkedIn Pulse. I'm actually putting it in. Yeah, it's tip at LinkedIn Pulse. And that will help you. So even if you put in LinkedIn Pulse, even if, even if that's what you're writing on there, it will come up. So, And when you put tip, it's really weird. You have to space it. So you put T-I-P space at LinkedIn Pulse. Oh, good to know. Okay. And for, yeah, and the, or you can you can just put it right through tip at LinkedIn Pulse. Either way, it's going to come up. They'll pick it up. Okay. So how do you how have you normally structured those tweets to kind of get their attention? What would you suggest goes in a post like that when you're trying to get their attention? Well, you have to you have to construct a really good sentence to make them give them a call to action. You know, or you mm-hmm. can actually tag people in there. So. I always tag other people that I know that are on Twitter. I tag them so that they'll share it. You know, and just do one sentence of what it is that you're tweeting. You know, like for ours, we could say 11 savvy advanced techniques and more. And then put at, you know, tip at LinkedIn Pulse or, you know, you want to make – you only, you only have 140 characters to make it good. Make sure you put your, a picture in there that's enticing. Oh, I love that. Yes, because that would definitely get the get the attention is using using a picture versus just the plain text. Oh yeah, and you can go so many places and get free pictures, and then go to Canva.com and make it your own. Take the picture. And put something across it that makes it your own. Put your, you know, your website on it and um, make it yours. But yeah, it's a great way to do it. And always put pictures. Perfect. So as we wrap up, Laurie Beth, is there anything else that you'd like to share? Any other tips or any thoughts? Well, I do. I, I do have an online course. You guys can find it by going to my profile on LinkedIn, and that's Lori Beth Pearson, L-O-R-I-B-E-T-H, Pearson, P-I-E-R-S-O-N. And I have the websites on there. It's called Mastering Social Media Today. That's my online course. And if you just are looking for a coach, give me a call. Let's see if we have synergy to work together. I'd love to work with you. If you need a refresher on your LinkedIn profile, give me a call. We'll redo your whole profile. I have a 15-page questionnaire that I send. I know it sounds crazy, but it's taken me five years to refine it. And I send that over, and we niche it down, and I redo your profile for you. 
So if you just, you know, you need help with writing your first post or you need, you know, any type of LinkedIn help, give me a call. I'd love to help you. Thank you so much, and thanks for taking the time to be on the show today. I wrote such crazy notes <laughs> as you were talking. There's just so much <laughs> I learned. I know the listeners probably walked away with you know a ton of valuable information. Um, so, again, please feel free to visit Laurie Betts' site. It should be on the page that you use to access the radio show. Um, and you know, definitely check out. She has just so much more um, to offer, and I know that anyone who uh, – decides to work with her is definitely going to get a lot of value and a lot of um, great information. So thanks again, Laurie Beth. I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you for having me. I had so much fun. Oh, I'm so glad. Thanks for making LinkedIn fun. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you thought so, and it wasn't like watching paint dry on a wall. (laughs) <laughs> not at all, not at all. It was a lot of fun, and I'm sure our listeners are going to pick up on that as well. So thank you again. And uh, if anyone would like to sure. get in touch with me, uh, my website is sharissasebastian.com, and I'm also doing a free strategy session. Um, that's actually I'm going to be stopping those free strategy sessions in the next couple of months just with the other things that I have going on. So if you'd like to take me up on a free strategy session, if you're feeling a little stuck in your career and not really sure what the next step should be or if you're ready to find your next um, job or maybe even if you're in a career that you love but you're looking to position yourself maybe for a promotion, whatever the case is, if you need some additional assistance with your career, feel free to reach out to me at info, I-N-F-O, at TerissaSebastian.com or you can go directly to my website. And one other thing that I would like to share before I close is a quote from the co-founder of LinkedIn, Reid Hoffman. And he says that, ironically, in a changing world, playing it safe is one of the riskiest things you can do. And when I found this quote, this just happened to go right up the list of my favorite quotes. I love it. And I'll say it one more time. Ironically, in a changing world, playing it safe is one of the riskiest things you can do. And like Laurie Beth mentioned earlier, just go out with LinkedIn and think outside the box and, you know, just try to connect and bring across that human element. And she talks a lot about reciprocity, and that's so important with LinkedIn as well. So give value, go out there and shine and do your thing on LinkedIn, and just make sure people know just how much you have to bring to the table. So I hope you've enjoyed the show today. I look forward to hearing from you. And uh, also, if you would like to share the, the show and the link, you can go ahead and do that because this is going to be recorded using the same link as you accessed the show. So if you want to go ahead and share that with your friends and family, please feel free to do that. Thanks again, and have a great rest of your day. Bye.